Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. I am pumped for today's guest. OMG, we've got Emily Samimi on the podcast. She is a mindset and manifestation coach who helps people to release emotions, reprogram their subconscious mind and connect with their higher selves and intuition so that they can manifest what they desire in their lives, which is the perfect alignment for the full out podcast. Like if you are here, you know, you want to live your life full out. And Emily is going to support you with that today. Emily, thanks for being here. Ah, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And honestly, meeting you in Maui because we met a few months ago, it was such a treat meeting you and having your energy around me. It was just like intoxicating. So when you asked me to come here, I was like, heck yeah, I'm coming. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so pumped. You know, it's funny because I feel like we in Maui, when we met, it was a really interesting, unique experience, but it connected so many of us that are on similar missions. And my experience in the past is that, you know, I have a lot of sister wounding in my past, I'm sure in my past lives and and other things. And what I thought was really cool about that experience that we were in is that I really did feel like we were all connected and it was really clear that we're all here with similar missions. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you felt the same way, but it was like very, very cool. It was the first time for me where I felt truly connected to women because I've had the same sister wounds um, being bullied as a kid, specifically by women. Um, It was really something that was so new to me. I've never really been on like big girls trips before like that. So it felt like I was coming home to myself, especially because everyone understood me. And like, I'm sure you felt the same way because we are on similar missions. So like when you would say certain things, it wasn't like someone was wasn't understanding you or was like, uh, what is that? So that's something that I even called in and as a manifestation, I was like, I want to meet people who are like-minded specifically women who have similar missions, who really care about serving the world and like changing the world. And then heck I like got on this trip and I met you all. So it was amazing. I know, you know, it's so funny because we, we all got paid. We got paid to be there. We got flown out. We were in this, you know, really beautiful, um, I don't want to say famous, but like a well-known resort center. And it was definitely one of those moments for me. Well, that was like, oh yes, of course I will be paid to go to a women's retreat and heal and connect. And how cool is that? So I want to dive in because I know that you are all about mindset and manifestation, But what I think is even cooler, which I had the of course moment is that you were an actor before you really fully stepped in. And this is obviously the full out podcast. So we talk about what it's like to mark and to play small and to be that smaller version of yourself versus being that full out version of you. So I am curious for the listeners, if you can share what, what was that journey from being an actor and being like what I like to feel like is like a normal person to stepping into this fuller expression of yourself. Oh, wow. So like it's when I think about when I went into acting, I went into acting because I was a very insecure person. So the idea of playing full out was something that 
I truly wanted for myself. And I thought acting was going to bring that out in me. And of course I went through it. I went through the acting. I had actually been acting when I was a kid and then I stopped for a while. And then I went back into it in my early twenties. And it was such a whirlwind ride of emotions because obviously as an actor, you have to tap into certain emotions all the time. You go on auditions. It's a very frightening, very anxiety filled, uh, you know, occupation to go through. And especially it's very saturated. So there were so many people doing it too. So many people had the same dreams. And I only went for that dream because it was something that I was told my whole life, oh my gosh, you should be an actress. You are, you have the personality, you have the looks, you like are so talented. And I was just following what people were telling me. It was something that, again, I fell into. It wasn't something that I necessarily felt like, hey, am I actually passionate about this? I kind of like talked myself into, yeah, I'm passionate about it. And I do love acting because it is me expressing myself um, you know, in, in whatever emotion or whatever character I'm playing. And I still actually bring that into my coaching, into my social media. So I'm very grateful for acting, but it is really funny for me. I didn't feel like I was really embodying or like playing full out in that particular time in life. I felt like I was playing really small. I was so terrified to really show who I was. Um, and again, with acting, you have to be fully confident in who you are. And I wasn't confident in who I was. I was looking for pieces of myself through acting. Um, and so I had to take a step back because I realized I'm losing myself. I'm actually not finding myself in this. And I have to actually be confident and love myself first before I can fully go into acting. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step back. It doesn't mean I'm, you know, exiting forever, but I do feel like I need to work on myself. So I went through a big healing period right when I ended acting. I had just, you know, really gone through a heartbreak at that time, like very close to that time period. So I was really trying to like heal some wounds within myself. And that's kind of when I started diving into healing work, manifestation, even more at found out about manifestation years before, but I'd never really like fully dove into it until I was in this dark, dark place where I was like, I need, I need to. And so finally I started seeing pieces of myself through my healing journey, through, you know, healing my programs, healing what was happening within me that was creating so many insecurities, caring so much about what other people thought of me, um, comparing myself, which was something I was doing in the acting world. So it was actually really transformational that I actually went into the acting world because it showed me, oh, wow, you've got a lot going on in there and it's not, it's not working for you. You got to step back. And so I'm really grateful that I, it, it's, it's the path that showed me hey, you need to go into this healing work. And then I fell in love with it. And it was just, it, it fell so easily. Like I was like, oh, this is my passion. This passion showed me my true passion, right? So my true passion is mindset and manifestation and helping others go through their mental barriers because I struggled so deeply my whole life with my own. Mm, yes. And I think most coaches, healers, guides, intuitives, 
have been on their own healing and growth journey, which is why we've stepped into this work. Like I know for me, I think back to that version of me while I was in my marriage, while I was dealing with body dysmorphia, I was dealing with having no voice, no boundaries, no backbones, not asking for what I wanted, hating what I looked at in the mirror, just truly not being who I knew somewhere deep down, like that 1% of me knew something else was possible, even though I couldn't really fathom what it was. Um, and I think that's why so many of us are in this work. And, and I love that. I love, love, love that. Now, I think that you have a really unique perspective on manifesting while healing. I think a lot of people are focused on, I need to be healed and then I can call in the man, call in the money, call in the magic, whatever that thing is. And I, I would love for you to talk about this manifesting while healing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh gosh. I am so excited to be talking about this because this is something that has actually transformed my clients even more talking about this, because like you said, everyone feels like, oh, I need to be fully healed in order to call in what I want. But in your life, you're going to be constantly healing. It's not like a one-time event right? You're constantly healing programs, especially even when you're evolving, right? As like mostly when you're evolving, that's when all the uncomfortable stuff kind of comes up because you're forced to change in a sense. There's, there's all these questions that start to, to arise, all these past programs telling you who you, you know, who you think that you are, what versus who you actually are. So, um, I really do believe that when it comes to manifestation, it's realizing, oh, while you're healing, you can actually manifest because you have your higher self, which is your true, true self, who is your divine self, who is always with you. And your divine self is already fully healed, already knows who you truly are, knows all of your desires, is, is there for you, has your back, everything like that. And because it's the healed consciousness already, it wants you to heal all of those parts of you. And the only way to do that is to consistently work through certain triggers, certain emotions that come up, releasing it. And so as you release and as you reprogram through with the help of your higher self, right, who is constantly supporting you through this, um, you're able to manifest new experiences through the releasing, right? So, you know, for example, for me, I was releasing um, from a past breakup, something that was really, really hard for me to deal with. I told myself, okay, I'm going to have this trust that I have a higher self with me and my higher self wants me to learn from this. It doesn't want me to just see this as a wound and as a setback. And like, I'm never going to really love life because of this. Like there has to be a reason why I'm here. And like, I need to pull myself out of the darkness and release in order to manifest the kind of partner that I want. Right. So with the help of my higher self asking myself, okay, when I connect with this higher self through meditation, through breath work, through, you know, certain practices, somatic practices, right. I'm able to embody and see that version of myself that has what she wants that can call in what she wants. And so through that healing, you know, even if I didn't fully feel like that version of me, I knew that that higher self is me, 
even if I didn't fully feel it, right? The higher self that can call in whatever she wants. So I just told myself I can embody this as I'm healing through programs that tell me that I'm not this version of me. So that's something that I teach my clients and they've seen huge progress because they see like patterns happening in their lives that they're like, why is this pattern happening to me? Like, why do I keep, you know, attracting the same guy, attracting the same job, attracting whatever it is. And I tell them, I'm like, it's because there is something within you, right? You have these anxieties, you have this depression. That's your higher self telling you that something's not in alignment with you. Something needs to heal within you. So your higher self is always communicating with you through your emotions. So, you know, when you're in alignment and when you're not. So it's such an amazing opportunity for you to learn, grow and heal so that you can be and embody that higher self. Mm, I love that piece, that resistance, the, the anxiety or the stress or the thing that feels tough is actually your doorway into what gets to be transmuted. Like, I think that is so, so important because so many people think that there's something wrong with them, quote unquote, if they're experiencing anxiety or stress, or they're not able to sleep or whatever the thing is that feels uncomfortable in their life. And I love that you highlighted that because I think that is so, so important. I talk a lot about interpretation and I think having the interpretation of this means I am not worthy or I'm not good or I'm not healed or I'm not whatever really puts us in the victim mindset versus, oh, this thing that's challenging is just showing me something's out of alignment and something gets to shift. So thank you for speaking into that. And because we're talking a lot about healing, can you like quickly define what healing means to you or what that looks like to you? Because I think for some listeners who are like, okay, you keep talking about healing, healing, healing. Like what does that actually mean? Right. Okay. So when it comes to healing, because a lot of people think of healing as like healing, like a physical wound, right? Like, oh, I'm healing from a, you know, broken arm or whatever it is. Right. That's like the society's interpretation of healing, but there's also the healing of the subconscious mind. And I talk a lot about the subconscious mind, certain programs that were placed onto us either through a past life or generational that is encoded in your DNA, or it could even be from, and most of the time it is from our childhood, from ages of zero to seven, where we were modeled certain beliefs, certain behaviors that we you know, took on as our own because we were in the theta and alpha brainwave state during that time. So we were in a state of super learning and a lot of us feel like, oh, that's going to be me for the rest of my life. I can't change, right? Like these beliefs have been in me for so long. Like there's no way that I can step into the fullest version of me. And that's the, the victim mindset, right? Of like, oh, I can't really have the life that I want. And so it's healing those programs that aren't serving you, the programs that tell you I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, right? And recognizing that when you step into, you know, doing the inner work, whether that means taking action and figuring out, okay, this isn't working for me, what's going to, what do I need to redirect my energy into? Journaling and figuring out what are your belief systems that are really detrimental to your own mental and emotional well being, right? Because those resistance emotions, right? Those uncomfortable emotions, a lot of the time are stopping people from going after what they want. And 
I believe that when we come into this life, we're meant to go after what we want. We're meant to step into our purpose. And when we let those uncomfortable emotions or those that resistance stop us, we're not giving us an opportunity to heal those, you know, past programs that aren't actually you. They didn't belong to you at all. The truest version of you is that divine part of you that truly believes in the power, the infinite potential of who you are and what you bring into this world. And so when I talk about healing, I really talk about, you know, going into a place of straight believing, like, like starting to rewire and reprogram and start believing in your full potential, because that's the true, like healed consciousness. You, like I talked about with the higher self, that's the version of you that is fully healed. And in this lifetime, there is no, there's not going to be like a fully healed version of you, but there's going to be moments and little pictures of, oh, I I really feel so healed. I feel like I believe in my potential. I feel like so good about myself right now. Like you'll get those glimpses and that's showing you that you're on the right path. And I really believe that we get so hard on ourselves when we are in those like resistance modes where we think, oh my gosh, am I going to be here forever? Like, does this mean something about me and my identity? No, that's just, okay, what here in me, what within me needs to be healed right now? Like what's going on? There has to be a pattern here that I need to heal. There has to be a trigger that's coming up for me that I need to heal. So this trigger doesn't trigger me anymore because a lot of the time we get triggered by so many things. And again, it comes from our past experiences. And so it's healing that part of you so you can move forward. And I really didn't think I was ever going to manifest like at one point in my life, I didn't think I was going to manifest the partner or the career. I didn't think I was going to manifest the friendships I have so many things because I had this belief that I couldn't. Right. And so I healed those beliefs by changing how I saw myself And then actually going after what I want in the process of changing. It doesn't mean that, oh, I have to fully, fully see myself as this way right now. It means, okay, I know that I want more for myself. What do I need to do in order to get there? And what do I need to heal within me in the process so that I can release all the emotional baggage, release all the stories that tell me that I can't have this. And again, it's a process. It's not a one-time event. So. I really believe that, you know, in my journey with manifestation, I've constantly been healing through every single like moment in time that like, I'm just like so grateful. It's actually, it's better when you can heal because you, you notice more and you're more aware and you're more conscious rather than like everything going uphill and everything just working out all the time. There's no contrast in that. And with manifestation, it's really about recognizing the contrast in things like it's okay when things don't feel good. It's just an opportunity for you to be like, okay, what needs to happen here? What do I need to change? What do I need to shift? Mm. Okay. So for people who are listening, I'm like, yes, Emily, I hear you, but like, what do I do? Like, am I going to acupuncture? Am I listening to a sound bath? Am I like, what, if you were to break it down into like a couple different steps to heal or to start really connecting with that higher self, what would that like tangible thing be? Like, what do I want to do? If I want to heal my judgment or my comparison today, where would I start? 
Oh my gosh. Such a good question. Cause that's the, that's the number one question that most people are like, Hey, I need something tangible. Like you can tell me all the stories you want, but like, come on, give me something. Um, (laughs) and there's so many different ways and everyone's different, but the, there's normally a blueprint that I show my clients and the blueprint is I always believe in the power of writing things down and speaking them out loud. So whether that means speaking it to a coach, right? Speaking it to a therapist, whatever it is, you want to be saying out loud what you want versus what you don't want. Because when you constantly talk about what you don't want or what you're experiencing that you don't like, you're going to continuously see patterns of that because your focus is on that, right? So when it comes to manifestation, you want to be focusing your attention on what is it that you want to experience in this lifetime? What do you want to bring into your life? writing it down. And I always recommend writing it down in the present tense as if you're already experiencing it. And I know for a lot of people, that's like, that's really hard. I'm so, so low in a place that it's hard for me to imagine that or feel into that place. But I always think that it's important. And this is, again, a manifestation technique called scripting in terms of like feeling I'm so grateful that I have the partner that I have, or I'm so grateful that I have the business that I have or whatever it is and describing it. But most importantly is picking things in your life right now that feel familiar to you. Like, let's say it's um, your favorite mug or it's your favorite song playing and you talk about, oh, I'm listening to my favorite song and the favorite song is the song that you have right now. So that way your brain can start to process. Okay, wait a minute minute. This seems a little bit more tangible of reasoning and understanding. And so that's something that really has helped a lot of my clients, um, is really stepping into like calling in what you want, really expressing it. And a lot of people don't know what they want. So it's figuring out what is it that you want versus like, what do you think you want? Right. And a lot of the time we think of what other people have wanted for us. That's not what's in alignment with you. You got to figure out what you truly want. And that's why a lot of people come in, come to me is because they're like, I don't know what I want. My parents have told me this my whole life. And so it's hard to think any differently, but it's possible. You just have to sit with your soul and ask yourself, especially when connecting with your higher self, okay, what is it that I actually want? And so that's the other piece of it is connecting with your higher self. So of course, the thing that people don't want to hear meditation, (laughs) meditation or getting quiet or hypnosis. These are all things that I teach within my practice, but specifically getting into a place of just full peace and calm. Because like I said, when we're um, at the ages of zero to seven, we're in a state of super learning. And so during that time, when we're in that, that alpha brainwave and theta brainwave state, we're so relaxed. We're so calm. And so we want to get into that place now, because especially if you're anxious, especially if you're constantly overthinking, that's when you need it the most. You need to be relaxing your body and tuning into you're no longer in survival mode because your brain is telling you you're surviving. Things are hard, right? These are all the programs that are coming up for you, but you need to start getting your body to feel into a different emotion. So really starting with meditation and um, hypnosis, um, again, those are all things that can reprogram and rewire your body and your brain and connecting the two of them together. And then visualization is one of my number one favorites. And you can do that through meditation. You could do that through hypnosis. Um, a lot of my clients always tell me, they're like, I can actually see it when you're guiding me through a meditation. I can see myself as this version of me. And so the more you see that, the more you see that expression of you, 
the more you start to believe in that is your truth. And so a lot of people have a hard time with imagination and visualization. But the thing is, is that at one point you were an an expert at it before everyone told you to stop imagining, to stop dreaming. And that's the that's the thing with our society, right? We tell, we tell, or the society tells us, oh yeah, you've got to think practically. You've got to, you know, let go of that child version of you, but the inner child lives within us and we need to be playful and we need to play with ideas and play with this imagination and visualize what it is that you want, because we want certain emotional states, right? Especially the emotional states that our inner child wanted for us. So our child, our inner child wanted love, playfulness, joy, excitement, right? All of these emotions, that's the only reason why we go after goals, right? Because we want an emotional state. But if you can train your body and your mind to believe that you can have that right now, be in these emotional states now and Doing that even in the environment that you're in right now, right? Finding ways to get quiet, finding ways to appreciate where you are right now, while also visualizing all the playful, exciting moments that are about to arrive into your life, trusting in it, trusting that it's coming. And that's why visualization is so key, Um, really feeling as if it's happening right now while you're in the environment or the place that you're in in your life and feeling full gratitude for both of them, for the current place that you're in right now, because where you are right now is probably not where you're going to be in 10 years, right? So appreciate where you are now, because this moment is all we have, and this is going to be done with, right? So appreciate it. And that's the thing, like another thing with the emotions is, you know, finding ways, because we often always are like, oh, I have to find a way to get here, right? We're always constantly looking for what we want um, in the future. And we're always looking towards the future, but it's so important to also ground yourself to the present moment, ground yourself into your body and who you are right now and appreciating who you are right now, even with all of the anxiety and the depression, all of these things that are happening, because that's not who you are. This anxiety and depression that's telling you like that you're not worthy and you're not enough. That's what you want to feel. You want to feel enough and you want to feel worthy right now. So why not step into that by enjoying who you are right now, even if you're in a process of figuring out what, who that is and what that looks like. So those are some tangible things I would say. And then another last one I want to say, which I think you would probably, you know, agree with me because you're a dancer. It's really getting in a state of connecting with your body. And that's another thing when I said about visualization and feeling the emotions in your body, dancing, somatic techniques like shaking, like all of these things that get us connected to our bodies allows us to not only change our physiology, right? Because when we're sitting down and we have all these overthinking and negative thoughts, we oftentimes feel like this weight pulling us down. But when you're dancing, it's almost like you're like let, like letting it all go. You're letting it all flow out of you. And so you're the biggest expression of yourself when you're dancing or when you're doing somatic approaches that move your body. And that's what I really believe helps you to step into that high level version of you is through dance. Because no matter what, if you are like 10 years from now, 15 years from now, when you are that high, like stepping more into that higher self, that truer self, you're still going to be dancing right? You're still going to be dancing in the same way. So why not 
like get yourself into that vibration now dance as if you are already connected to your higher self. Cause again, your higher self is you, it is not separate from you. It is literally living within you. Why not connect with that now through movement, through feeling it in your body. And that's how I've really been able to manifest more of my experiences is actually through movement. So those are some tangible things. Put on your favorite song and dance, 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 dance. <laughs> OMG, girl, so many nuggets in there. And I think the interesting thing about dance is, is, you know, there's a lot, I have women that, that fall into one of two categories. One, I have a lot of clients that were former performers, actors, dancers, singers, Broadway people who have connections with their bodies, but have always been taught how to make it look based on choreography, based on a role. And so for them tapping into their actual body and their actual truth is a very different experience. And then on the flip side, I have a lot of non-dancers. I have, you know, CEOs, plastic surgeons who run their own surgery centers, veterinarians who are like, I'm not a mover at all. And that experience for them is really about tapping into their feminine body and tapping into those emotions and really finding their truth. So I, I love seeing my clients on those two different sides of the spectrum, because I think what's available for us is not only feeling that expansion and that higher self and that future self, but it's also being able to tap into where am I today? How am I today? What do I need to release in my body today? What is my body asking for? Am I following my, my flow and the cyclical nature of my body and being able to expand into here's where I am today, practicing that both. And it's a big thing that I always teach and connecting with where I want to be in the future. And I think really solidifying that into the energetic field that is surrounded by your, or that is in your body is in is so, so, so powerful. And I think there's so many people that have challenges with that. Like that's one of the things I love teaching in my group programs is really how to connect with the body and use that as a tool to release, to feel, to manifest, to heal, to do all of the things. I, I always say that your body is your divine guidance system. And so I love that you talk about movement and dancing because it's true. Like it's so yes. Uh, yeah. And I think about it when we were kids, like we just moved our bodies without even thinking about how it needs to look. And now, like you said, with like certain, I'm sure the dancers that, you know, you've, cause you also are a dancer is like, everything was structured. Everything was like very like male dominated in a sense, which is funny because it's like, when you flow with the feminine, it allows you to just move in with your body. Not to say that structure isn't great because it's amazing. It's great to have both, but to be able to tap into both when you need it, especially with the feminine. I believe that it, like you said, releasing emotions is such a big part of the healing process and manifesting. And that's something that has really helped me. And I'm not even a dancer, but like I've always used dance as something that has helped me throughout my entire life. Anytime I felt resistance or something that was like something that was really bothering me or something within my chest that felt tight, I would start dancing and I would feel immediately better. And I would feel like, Hey, anything is possible. Like I am, I am totally worthy of everything. When I get myself out of my head and into my body. Cause again, our body feels the emotions. So we want to train ourselves to be able to be like, okay, I don't have to judge these emotions. I just need to move through them and allow it to be okay. Excuse me. My voice just cracked, <clears throat> allow it to be okay. 
that I'm moving through it. And I think that's the most important part of manifestation um, is, is moving through your emotions. And that's probably my favorite. I've always been an emotional soul. I feel like you are too, too. like very sensitive and very in tuned. And yeah. I used to think of it as such a bad thing. Cause people would say, Oh, you're so sensitive. And people would be like, Oh, stop crying or stop doing this. And it really like programmed me to be like, there's, there must be something wrong with me where everyone's telling me you're so sensitive. And I actually now have stepped into a place in the last few years where I'm like, I'm so grateful that I'm sensitive. I'm so grateful that I feel so much because it actually makes me a better manifester, which mm. most people would be like, wait, how? But I have called in full on magic because I've allowed myself to get on like really intense levels of gratitude, really intense levels of just sadness and releasing and letting go. I'm so understanding of what, um, an, yeah, <laughs> what an emotion is coming up. I know immediately I'm not suppressing it. I'm not like pushing it down and being like, oh, I'm ignoring this. I literally let it rise to the surface so much so that I'm like, okay, this is rising up to the surface. What's, what do I need to do right now to allow myself to really move through it and to let it be like so good that I'm feeling this, even if it's like sadness or anger or anxiety, letting it be like, you know what? Human life and human, like we came here to experience a bunch of different emotions, not just the good ones, but the ones that feel like uncomfortable, we're supposed to feel those too. So letting it be like, okay, you know what? I'm feeling this. And although it doesn't feel the best, I'm grateful that I get to feel it. I'm grateful that I get to feel all of the roller coasters because it makes me live a full life and playful out. <laughs> mm, totally. And it's like, how can you have the highs if you don't experience the lows? Like oh gosh, I'm yeah. such a fan of sacred rage release, sacred, um, anger expression, because I think that any woman who does not know how to tap into her anger. I'm like, I'm more afraid of you than I am. If you're like, no, I can get really angry because I feel like there's so much underneath the surface. And you know, it's interesting because I, again, I, I find these two different spectrums in my group programs as well, where there's some women who are like me and like you who feel so, so deeply and have been shamed for it or have been made wrong for it. But then also there's that flip side where I have women who are totally disconnected. Like they cannot feel anything. And what's so beautiful is seeing the woman who feels deeply finally own that as her superpower and realize like, wow, yeah, I care fucking deeply. My heart is so big and it means I can experience all these things. And then also to see the woman who is like, I am boxed off. I've got my armor up. I cannot tap in, start to take the armor off and begin to tap in and actually feel the things that they never allowed themselves to feel since they were five years old, 15 years old. And, and what they're able to then tap into is that piece of the heart. And I feel like when we are so stuck in our heads mm -hmm. and we are not listening to our heart and our womb space, that we are not in alignment with living our full out lives. Like I fully believe that we have to be aligned head heart and womb. Like I believe in that power center for women so, so, so deeply. And I think that as women, our superpower is our ability to feel. And when we learn how to be able to navigate through the ups, downs and the arounds, like that is it. And, and I'm curious if you've experienced this because in, in my journey over the last like 
eight years of, of doing my personal work, I have in this last like couple months, I've gone through some like really tough initiations behind the scenes. And what's been really interesting is that even though I'm like down on the floor crying, it hasn't been as painful as it was just a couple years ago. And I think that there is real freedom in that where I can be on the floor sobbing my fucking face off, but then also be like, okay, but like, I'm cool. Hmm. That is actually such a good point. I was actually watching something recently about this, where it's like, if you haven't like done a lot of work on this and you haven't released, especially like, because in your lifetime, right. You're kind of like either you're, like you said, there's two different kinds of, of experiences you might have. You might be having that armor for so, so long that you're finally starting to like take off the armor, or you could be doing so much work on yourself for the last few years that you've been like constantly like taking, like kind of going through the emotional debris and like, kind of like getting it all out there and cleaning it up in a sense, like, just like being like, what is happening? Like, there's all this emotional stuff going on and allowing yourself to feel it. And actually, because there's not a lot of buildup by that point, because if you're constantly working on yourself for years, there's nothing like really suppressing. You're not like holding on to so much that it feels much lighter when you do get to a place of, like you said, when you're like crying on the floor after eight years of doing this work, it doesn't feel as intense anymore, right? It doesn't feel as, um, as like you said, like really hard to deal with because you've already done so much releasing that there's not a lot being held up in your body. So there's only like a little bit, right? Versus like lifetimes of, of things that you're going through um, in your body. And I have a plane that's going, do you? Oh, I can't hear it at all. Oh, no, but I'm just going to pause you because the emotional debris, like, I think that's fucking hilarious. We might need to like take that emotional debris. Once you become a ninja at working through the emotional debris, shit gets easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It's well, it's funny. The video that I saw was all about how we can really, you know, go through emotional storms, right? We can have different storms of our lives. Like when you go through trauma or when you go through an, a certain experience that really like shakes you and you don't let yourself feel it, that becomes another thing added to the emotional debris in your body. So until you release all of the, and allow yourself to feel it while those things are happening, um, you're going to be able to release more and call in more of what you want because you're not you're not holding on to so, so much. It becomes like luggage. Think about like yes. a person who's consistently holding like different bags. Okay. I'm holding this. I'm holding this. I'm just going to keep holding it. I don't want to drop it because if I drop the ball, then I have to feel it and I'm not going to feel it. But then eventually it gets too heavy that you have to let it go. Right. It's inevitable. So might as well start now and start releasing all of that emotional debris. Yes. I always talk about like guilt and shame and anger and, um, the shoulda, woulda, coulda as giant boulders in your backpack. And it's like, once we start to unpack the backpack and we take the boulders and we set them down, like you can pick them up if you want to again, but what would it be like for us to set them down and actually release physically, emotionally, energetically, spiritually? Um, so I, I love that. And you know, this, this makes me think of this metaphor that my mom and I were using during COVID. It was like, everyone's weathering the same storm, but we're in different boats. And I was on a motherfucking rowboat with no oars. Like other people were on a yacht that had like their full dining and a nice bedroom. I 
I was on a rowboat and it was really challenging. We were all in the same storm, but we were using these different boats. But what I'm hearing you say, and what I'm seeing now is, you know, we can weather these storms, but as we do the work, our boats build. And so where I was on a rowboat a couple of years ago, if I was to experience a similar situation, perhaps I would be able to experience it through the lens of a yacht where I do have my food and, <laughs> you know, a butler maybe because it, it just becomes easier. Um, and I just, I love metaphors. I, I love it. No, me too. That's all I use in my coaching, but I think that's a beautiful one. I've actually never thought about that one because it's true. Like during COVID we were all in different places. Like some people were really struggling and other people were actually finding themselves and like loving it. So it's really interesting to know that like, we can all be going through the same experience, like similar experiences, but doing it differently, right. Experiencing it differently. So, um, it's beautiful and it connects us all. Like we are all from the same source. And when we realize that I'm not much different than you. We came here, obviously, like to experience life as our own individual selves, uniquely as our own, right? But we are also in this together. So like when we talk about this and when we're connecting, it's such a beautiful thing because we can understand each other and be like, oh, wow, like that's an interesting metaphor, interesting realization that now is something that's within me now, right? Like you just shared something with me. I'm sharing something with you. And through our own unique experiences, we're able to grow and learn from each other and become better people as a result. So again, we're all, we're all source, we're all connected. And I just, I love doing this work. So when you talk about it too, I'm like, oh, I just love that, you know, so many, you know, again, now I'm connected with so many people who are on this same beautiful, crazy journey because it's much more fulfilling. Like I, I was so unconscious for so long and feeling like into that victim mindset of like, I don't know what it is that I want, but I know it's not this. I know it's not this feeling that I'm feeling, which is like, again, the stories that I'm telling myself that I'm never going to find people who I'm connected to. I'm never going to have what I want. I'm never going to have experiences where I feel so in love with myself. And so now that I've gone past that, I'm like so grateful in my 30 years of life that I've gotten to this place, you know, and I think every single person deserves to have this experience. And I think everyone will be in that same journey, one point in their lives, um, which is so beautiful. So wherever you're at in this journey, if you're listening, you know, it's really about honoring, like we're all on different journeys. Like my journey might've, you know, started, you know, in my, my mid twenties, but like if you're in your forties or your fifties or your sixties, there's never, ever a time when you're not transforming yourself or you're not, you know, understanding and learning and growing and healing, like, let it be okay that you're starting wherever you're at right now, because oftentimes we can get so judgmental of ourselves being like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I start this healing? Why did I just become conscious of this now? But you know what? That's what this current time period in our lives that we're experiencing, especially like right now we're coming into a consciousness. And I think honoring that, like, this is such a beautiful place to start in this, in 2023, like right now, there's so much access to knowledge and information and healing and support and having coaches and, and people to support you. Like there's, there's, so much access now. And so it's such a beautiful thing. Like you're not alone and you've got support. There's people that can help you experience what you want to experience. 
Yes. Emily, where can we find you? Where can people connect with you? (laughs) So I am passion-based on every platform. So that's P-A-S-S-I-O-N-B-A-S-E-D. And so I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm starting YouTube. Like all these things are transpiring. Cause again, I just started my, um, my coaching journey at the full time at the beginning of 2022. And it's been such an amazing ride because I've, I've truly found my voice in ways I've never thought I would. Um, but you can find me there. And I also have, um, a coaching program or it's actually now turning into a membership, um, where you can find at passionbasedcoaching.com. But, uh, the membership is called connected collective. And actually through my intuition told me, I want to make this more accessible to people. So I'm making it a membership. So there's so much good stuff, especially when it comes to manifestation, connecting with your higher self and your intuition, you know, reprogramming the subconscious mind, regulating your nervous system, all the things, all the tools that you need to be able to manifest and connect with who you truly are, the version of you that really has everything that you want to experience in this life. And so I give you all of that. Um, But yeah, that's how to find me. And my name is Emily Samimi, but everything is (laughs) passion-based. Amazing. Amazing. So last question, if someone wanted to make a shift today, they're like, all right, Emily, Sam, I hear you guys. I am ready to start manifesting this one thing. Like I know in my heart, there's this one thing I meant to do this one thing I meant to have. What is the number one thing I get to do today? Mm, Today? Okay. This is going to be like something that you might not even realize, but it's just be in a state of gratitude that you are here, that you are existing in this time You don't need to do anything else. You just need to find ways to feel grateful, whether that means going for a walk outside and tapping into your five senses, taking notice of the trees, taking notice of the wind, you know, going through your face and your hair, just really being in a state of how can I appreciate this life more? Because again, when you're in a state of gratitude and a state of appreciation, that's when magic starts to flow into your life. And every time that I felt grateful for my existence and for my life, I've seen actual manifestations that I've always wanted start coming in immediately, which is so crazy. Like either in days, in weeks, I start to look for signs. Again, it's all about your focus. So if you want to feel more grateful for the life that you have, start now, find ways now, because that's what's going to really get you to yeah, have what you want. Cause again, it's about right here now in this moment. Why not give that to yourself right now by appreciating who you are and what you have. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other Queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.